Tifano. Hope everybody's having a good day. Hope you've had a good week. Today on the podcast, we've got Louis Villesoni. Louis is, um, he's the man. He's such a ball of knowledge around uh, radio. He's been in the game for a long time. Um, he's had time at um, MyFM. Uh, but right now, he's um, he's one of the content directors for NuiFM. Uh, and he's just... Bro, the the amount of knowledge that we that he drops in this is um, absolutely amazing. I'm really proud to um, I'm, I'm pr- proud to have this conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode, everybody. Louis, brother, thank you so much for your time, my G. Bro, good to be here. Thanks for letting me in, man. Bro, I just have to, and I mentioned this off air that that, that the, the scenic view behind you brings back so many so many. Awkward yet fun memories for me. Oh, was you playing up at late night? Thursday? I played up every late night Thursday. Oh, bro. Okay, that was my that was my time to shine, bro. You know that I, I don't know if you can see it now. The police station's back there, super. That wasn't there when I was playing. Oh, up, okay. <laughs> you know, that was that was that was just farmland and and bit of like man, Rainbow's Inn's right next to it. You can sneak in back there. Yeah. If you like, go through this little area. But right. yeah, bro, Monaco City, bro. Monaco City. Yeah, oh, I'm still at work, man. I'm still in my office. Bro, what a bro. That's that shows your hard working, bro. It's six o'clock oh, right now. Dedication. I know. That's the only way to get ahead, brother. Oh, I have to. I have oh. to. Yeah. But no, bro. Um, for those that don't or know you but don't know you now, because I know, like you know, like I want to know what what you're doing now, bro. So, uh, who are you, bro? Yeah, so um, obviously, yeah, my name is Louis. Um, I've been in the radio game for, gee, about 15, 16 years now. So at the moment, I am a broadcast manager for New FM and Radio 531 PI. So I manage everything that goes to air on those radio stations. I look after the on-air team as well. And um, I also, yeah, I help out here and there with content and making sure things operate. Yeah, if they don't operate, then it's my fault. Yeah, because I think a lot of a lot of people will know you from your time on My FM, correct? Yeah, I've done, yeah, I've done a couple of years at My. Yeah, because that's yeah. where like you first came on my radar was around that time. Yeah, yeah. I was at My, uh, I think 2012, 13, 14. So I, I started off in your film. That's where my journey began in your film. And um, I did duck off to My for a little bit. Had a, had a good old time at My. And uh, then I realized I wanted to be more behind the scenes. I didn't want to be on the radio that much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, which led me to here. So rewinding it back, bro, could you give me one piece of advice you would give a young year nine coming into Wesley College? (laughs) Off the boat. Okay, like, I'm not talking about the ones that come from, that are really actually 21 years old, but uh, year nines. No, no, it's... No, it's crazy you said it's crazy you said year nine at Wesley College because I went to Wesley College. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have said it if hold up, Louis. I wouldn't have asked you that if I didn't know you went to research, haven't you, bro? You obviously don't know me, G. You you (laughs) actually have not done your research, brother. (laughs) Good call. I no, I haven't. So anyway, Uh, um, yeah. yeah, like year nine coming in, bro. Wesley College, you get a lot of hidings, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. you, You do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You gotta yeah. protect yourself, okay? I'm just saying, especially like the borders. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah. the 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 Philly yeah. shell. You need this going on. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, shout out Wesley, man. Shout out to Wesley, bro. 
when you see a bro that's got a a, a makeshift uh WTC uh tattoo on his on just this <laughs> just this area, G. Yeah. You know? Do you oh know my- are they are they the hardest ones that are like where do they get these tattoo guns from, bro? Nah, they're, they're not guns. They're, they're straight needles with the ink. Straight but needles with the ink. A lot of the times they, is when they crack the uh, the pen open and get that, that wire, bro. Those are those are borders, bro. Those, only the borders would do that. Oh, just before, before we go on, can you just show this part of your hand, bro, just in case? Oh, okay, there we go. I'm, I'm clean. <laughs> I'm clean, bro. Maybe on the outside, bro, but I know there's some dirty <laughs> secrets from Wesley College in the background, G. Yeah, I know. I know a lot. I know a lot who who've got the WTC. <laughs> bro, I, it was funny. I went to. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, some of the bros, and I didn't know what WTC was. Like, I had no clue. Around like 2001 and 2002, and I was like, man, these guys are really into 9/11 World Trade Center. You know, this is this is bro. These guys are committed. And then when someone said, nah, it's a Wizzy Training Center, I was like. Hey, like, bro, there's no South Auckland uh, high school that has people that have tattooed W or like MH or anything like that, bro. Why? Why? Is it pride? It's a lot of pride. It's a lot of pride. Wesley is known now. Now, bear in mind, I was only at Wesley for uh, two to three years, I think. But uh, a very proud school. I think it's one of the uh, oldest schools in New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what I was told. Anyway, they're very, they're very um, strong on sports. Um, and they, and at the time I was there, it was, it was also like a, a military school. Mm. There's, there's a lot of, um, there were a lot of army things that we had to do, like, like parading um, and just some real strict stuff. So, I think that the students who go there, they're just super proud to be there, especially for borders. And I say when the borders used to tattoo WTC stuff, it's because like they would live there. They would live at the school. They'd board there for either five days or seven days a week. And some, I know some students who didn't even go home for the Christmas holidays. Wow. So it became their home. Yeah. Bro, and uh, the, the shadow of John Olumu around the time you were there would have been, bro, because that dude put that place on the map, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was that's what at when I was at Wesley, that's what Wesley was known for. It was Jonah Lomu's ex school. Yes. His former school. Yeah. It's all about rugby, all about Jonah Lomu. How many seven formers when you were there had had kids and beards? Um I don't know about kids, <laughs> but, but yeah, quite a lot had beards at yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, beards at 15, 14. Bro, we played we played Wesley at basketball, bro. And oh, yeah. holy, sh- like, I was standing there, bro, and this Fijian dude, he was just like, he was built like Hercules, brother. <laughs> yeah. And, but he couldn't play, but he played like he was playing rugby and just like taking out everybody's legs, bro. And I'm like, nah, G, I'm just shooting the ball every time I touch it. I'm not going nowhere near the rim. I'm just launching it, G. And, uh, but like, I always remember that, bro. And I always remember, um, like you said, like the, the shadow of Jonah, like everybody was like, "Yeah, this is the spot. This is where Jonah trained and was 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 yeah. was molded into this amazing l- legend that he is." Yeah, yeah, and and rightfully so, and rightfully so. But 
Yeah, this this Wesley was founded on on rugby. It's all about rugby. It's all about sports. And yeah, man, those Fijian boys, because a lot of them come straight from Fiji. A lot of them come straight from Tonga, yeah. straight to Wesley College. And yeah, no no birth certificate, no nothing, eh? <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's your research, bro, not mine. Oh, bro, it's the hood research. Everybody knows that <laughs> shit. Everybody knows, mate. I, I, bro, I remember. Um, yeah, bro, that always happens. You know, you see the Tongan bros with the old gold teeth, and you just think, oh yeah, wonder how old this follows. And then, bro, the kids come up. He has a smoke after the game, and you're just like, I don't know what's going on here, bro. Yeah. Holy, they're not the only ones though, but they're they're pretty much the most notorious ones. For sure. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. That's your words, not mine. Oh, yo. And I mean, you know. If you want to share how why you didn't finish there, it's fine. I might know, I might not know, <laughs> but um, I'll give you a you know you can you can pass that message on if you want or <laughs> no. Nah, so yeah, no, nah, it's not a big story to it. So at the time when 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 my parents put me into Wesley College, I was staying in in Manurewa at the time. Yeah. Um, when, when I got accepted into Wesley College, we moved to Odahu, and and oh. where we lived was right across the road from Odahu College. So instead of because I was a day student, my parents used to wake me up five in the morning, catch the six o'clock bus, bus to Papakura, then another bus to from Papakura to Pirata for Wesley. And I used to tell my mom, um, Odahu College is right across the road. Why can I not go there? Bro, so, did you ever think of this, bro? You went from Wesley College, who is probably, you know, Dunalumu, and then you went to Odahu, it's David Tua. Like yo. these two legendary kind of icons yeah yeah and look yeah. at you you got to experience you were you were there you walked the same halls yeah yeah oh crazy uh yeah very i i never really thought about it like that but yeah you're right do you're you right. do you find it how crazy it is that king's college is so close to odahu college it's bro it's insane it's like chalk it's like it's like heaven and hell like like, like it's and, like two different lives Nah, you're right bro and and odahu college students will know this if you go to the school, the lower field, the only thing that separates our lower field from King's College is a wire fence. Because on the other side of that wire fence is like dorm rooms for King's College. Yeah, there's like yeah. privilege on this yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. And then that wire fence is the only thing. Yeah. That, it buzzes me out with King's College. I didn't even know about King's College. Because, you know, I'm real. I was like, yo, I know where JC is. I know where the MH is. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to know. Yeah. And then... Bro, when I heard about King's College, I was expecting it to be in like Ellerslie. Like we would play them and they would be like, they'd have all the flash uniforms on. Yeah. And then I go there, you know, we go in there with our Dunlop shoes from the warehouse and yeah. they're, they're rocking Jays. And I'm just like, man, like, where are these guys? Are they from the central? No, they're from Odahu, just right next to the uh, Middlemore. Right next to, yeah, yeah, right next to Middlemore. Yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. I just still don't understand it. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. It is crazy, yeah. And, and even even that even walking into the school, like when you walk into King's College, like you're being teleported into like some kind of crazy fucking Prince of Bel Air shit. Oh, absolutely. I remember. I think uh, la uh, the the last few years of Odahu College. I think we started this uh, program where our students would swap and go to King's College for the day. So, <laughs> so all, the, all the students who got to go from Odahu over to King's College, it was like, yeah, it was like going to Balea. And then I remember, I remember thinking, 
Shut me up. I feel sorry for the King's College students who had to come to our place. Right. It would have been like, you know, that um that prison show when they take the naughty kids and put them into prison? It would have been like that, too. <laughs> Straight. Yes, get straight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who bro? Bro, I would come on, come on. I know it's not that bad, bro. This is a great skit idea, bro. Someone needs to make a show like that. I think right. you know, like um, bro, talk like kind of like Summer Heights High with the exchange thing. Talk to Justin Norms about it. Bro. Oh nah, that guy doesn't do shit, G. <laughs> he he's all talk. He he's all talk. That guy, I'm sick of his shit. Yeah, nah, fair enough. He fair told enough. me. He said to me, he goes, bro, you need to do this live, bro, so I can. I can put in questions in the chat. And I said, no, bro. Just for your protection, Louis. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Good, good. Thank you. I got you, brother. Because I was, I was a little bit worried. Eh? I was like, oh, no, is this going live? Are you, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll just pretend that it is live, but I'll play it non-live. Okay. You know? And That's then, perfect. How, perfect. Bro, so how did it start into radio, bro? Like, how did you kind of go, go from, like, so after high school, did you go straight through it or did you do something else or what happened? Bro, so to be honest, um, I... I got into it while I was in my last year of high school. So I had a few family members. One, I had an auntie, um, Auntie Sue. And at the time, she was a producer for a Nguyen language program, which was being broadcasted on UFM. So my mom said, you should go to um, Auntie Sue and, and, you know, just offer your services, whether it be picking up phones or making a cup of teas or whatever. And at the time, I was like, but so I went and done it anyway. And when I went there, um, you know, I just saw, I just saw, you know, how a radio station operates in that. And I was like, yo, I could, I could do this. Mm. So um, I'd done that for a couple of years. Um, and then I decided to go to radio school. Went to radio school in 2005, I think, uh, which is not around anymore. Not, not the one I went to in Queen Street in Auckland. Oh. Um, and then um, came back and, and then I got, you know, I'd done part-time work at, New FM weekend shows. I, you know, I covered all public holiday shows. Actually, fun fact, um, and not not a lot of people know this. My very first, my very first weekend show on there was with uh, Nate from My. Oh, so he was doing that weekend show at the time on New FM, and my very first time on air was was during that show. Damn, bro. So so yeah so I got a lot of love for Nate. I remember um, I remember he, uh, he it was him and another guy, Jono. And my very first break, and I hopped on, and and then uh, both of them left the studio. They said, "Oh yep, you're all good." And then they left. I was like, "Holy shit! No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's when it started. So you know, that's why I hold New Film very dear to my heart because. Um, you know, it was that was the training ground for me, really. Oh, well, think about like what the I mean, the products that the training ground have like put Absolutely. through Nixon. Nixon was he there Nixon. when you were there? He was. Um, I was very small time, I was, I was, you know, very early on, and um, I remember Nixon being around, but he wasn't around uh for a while because at that time. He got that night show job at Flavor. This is where Flavor first started. So he left New Film to go to do that Flavor night show. Bro, what was the name of that night show, bro? Oh, shucks. It was Steven something, eh? It was I don't know. Bro. I don't know. Yeah. I've been trying to hunt it out, eh? It was like, holy, like it, you wouldn't have, you know what I mean? It was, it was weird. It had a weird name. 
now you got me thinking because I feel like I, I I feel like I know the name of their show. But... Okay, if you ever get it, okay, send it to I'll me. Just bro. yell it out if I. If yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, what... listen, yeah, yeah. listen, yeah, definitely, and, and Nate, um, yeah, and a, and a few others. You know, New Film produced quite a lot of um, good talent in radio. Do you think like the radio system, like the radio pathway system, mm. like from when you started off to like now? Well, what's the, like, um, I see that there's a lot of people that like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, bro. And I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally all goods. If you correct me, like if you have a social media backing, then you're more likely to kind of, you know, like fall into place Whether uh, as opposed to when you were coming up in the game, it was like, you have to train, you have to learn that type of thing. Yeah. Um, you're pretty much on point with that. Times have definitely changed the way um, radio works in general. At the time when I was coming up, you know, there was no social media. There was no social media in the early 2000s or whatever. Radio stations had a, you know, their, their big role that they played was to, you know, play music for people. As soon as music started to get more accessible for people like streaming services and Spotify and people just had access to any song that they want. Therefore, the radio became a little bit, um, you know, that wasn't the, the purpose anymore. So that's when it started to turn to entertainment, personality, um, those sorts of things started to take, you know, shape in the form of, you know, that's what radio is about now. It's about, you know, big personalities and, and how much of a following you have. And it's true to an extent, um, when I think about it, from my point of view, I'm kind of half-half with it because, you know, um, a true radio head, you know, you, you, don't, you, you don't want to base things off that person being a celebrity alone. You, you, you don't want to expect the celebrity to do all the work for you. Um, you want to make sure that this person can actually hold a conversation, can operate, you know, um, the technical stuff, can hold down a show and stay true to the craft of radio and not just be like hey i'm a superstar you should listen um so so yeah i i get it but you know at the same time i'm like it's not really the true essence of radio yeah some are good some are good that's what i mean is like that true is because i mean there's the old kid you know that's like well you need to learn this this and that and then there's the oh well we need i we need we need ears onto the radio we need people listening absolutely so like what would be the perfect balance between you know somebody with a like a social media what what would be the sorry i won't say that what's the if you were to map out the perfect person to bring in mm. like what would it be would it be you know some social media presence obviously it has to be a good conversationalist have to understand um being able to control everything what yeah. how does that all work bro all of, all of the above, to be honest, all of the above is, is the ideal situation. Um, you know, if, if, if I was looking to hire, and, and funny that we're talking about this because New FM is looking to hire. We're looking to hire two radio hosts. Um, what I'm looking for, first and foremost, is somebody who um, can hold a conversation. For me, I think conversation is the most important part of, of radio because that person can you know they they can talk about anything and not only just talk about anything 
but talk about it in a way where um, it's believable or, you know, where it comes from a credible place. And I think that that's, that's what gets the connection with audience. Yeah. Is, is the way that they, the way that they talk or the views that they have. Um, regardless of whether you have 70,000 followers on Instagram or 2,000, if you're, if you're a good talker and, and can sell the shit out of something, then um, that will probably be my ideal. Yeah. Let's say like, cause I know you're an MBA dude, bro. You know, I, I think the perfect, and I'm not saying the greatest player of all time, but the most perfectly balanced is LeBron, right? You know, he's got a little bit of everything. You know, you could argue there's some other people that are out there, but I mean, longevity-wise, there's that. Right? So, you know, he's, he's across the stat board, across the box score, he's there. But, you know, there's always buts and stuff. With uh, Is there anybody that you can think of, the top of your head, that is not the LeBron of it, but evenly balanced, that it has that even kill on every every format of the game right now in radio? In radio? Yeah. Or that used to be in radio or isn't in radio anymore. Um there, there are a few people. Um first off, I'll I'll I wanna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my first pick to Nixon. I'm gonna give my first pick to Nixon. And I've always said this over the years, and you know, just to, to, to people who I'm just in conversation with and if it's about radio. Not a lot of people, I don't think, understand how good Nixon really is and what he does. Um, Nixon not only does you know he he does the radio stuff well. He's he can he can hold a conversation really well. He's very creative, um, but people don't necessarily see the the technical side of what he brings to the radio game as well. And especially when I was at my and I used to see what he used to do. How he used to come in, like he'd do his morning show, I don't know, take off to the gym or whatever, and then he'd come back later in the afternoon and he'll, he'd go through, I don't know, like looking at the panel and finding smart new ways to try new things. And so um, he's definitely a pick for me. Like uh, if, if someone has stuff across the board on the radio game, um, geez, who else is in radio now? It's, it's interesting that, like, like, Comparing them to NBA players, because you're gonna yeah. have you're gonna have people that are like Ben Wallace that are just good at one thing, like extremely yeah. good at one thing. Yeah, and you know, like I love Nate, and that's what Nate was, right? He was yeah, yeah. good at just talking and being out the gate, but not too out the gate. Yeah, you know, and then just bringing those people with. That's that's what made that's what made uh, my mornings at that time just you know the successful show that it was because you you had those particular people who played those particular parts. Mm. So if, if, if Nixon was that foundation there of, of setting up whoever, then Nate would be the one to take that alley-oop and just smash the conversation because, and that's what he done well. If you put Nate in front of the, in front of the panel, he might panic a little bit. He might, his voice might be a bit shaky, but if you leave him on the side and, and let him do what he does, then yeah. So that's why I think it, the combination of, of that that's why they saw so much success. I think, like, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head another group of, well, those two more specifically. I mean, and that's just me. Like, this is the type of music that I listen to, you know? So my was my jam. So, yeah. like, 
yeah, I've never even seen like that kind of chemistry happen. Like I haven't seen it at all. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's hard to get. It's it's not. Uh, I don't know if it's even something that you can plan for. Or something that you can you can say, all right, that's that's a winning combination. It's just something that happens organically. I think. Yeah. Well, that's my opinion. I whoever knows how to make those sorts of combinations, email me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll put something together because i think yeah you can't fabricate just people liking each other and getting along and understanding each other's traits yep. and little idiosyncrasies and little little tiny those little notions that those two did i mean there's there's some that have been like you know like really cool to listen to and yeah but when it's um when it comes down to just chemistry and understanding people mm. and having those skills bro, like you know yep. having those amazing skills that both of them had yeah, yeah it's out the gates bro like yeah man yeah. yeah um so in terms of like the come up then if I, if there was a a young person coming out of school that wants to get involved in uh radio how would they go about it like what would be the the pathway um radio radio school is a good start i think the only radio school left is uh in Tauranga. i think that's the only one that, that specializes in radio um the other part is dedication um one thing that especially young people get confused on or, or there's this misconception on radio about all you do is just talk and play music and, and people think that that's an easy way to get money you just talk and play music which is far from the case um it's it's a whole lot more than that so if if young ones could understand that that it's not just talking and playing music if you add a bit of dedication in there and, and radio school is a, is a real big um, help to get you into the radio door. Because the industry, especially now, is is super small. And it's just, you know, it's getting smaller and smaller by the day. So um, radio school is the best bit. And just, you know, respect the craft yeah. of radio. And, uh, yeah. What do you think radio is going to be in, like, 10 years, bro? In 10 years? It'll still be around. It'll still be around, and there there are conversations about how long radio is going to last. Mm. Um, honest conversations as well. What's hard to what's hard to judge is is the type of creativity that, that um, either these networks or radio stations are going to come up with in the next five years. They they might come with this game changer that puts radio back um, on the map. Uh, but it is true that you know. Traditional radio listening habits have declined since Spotify and Apple Music in the digital age. Um, but there is still a place for radio. I know that um, you know there's been there's been research done, um, and and radio holds strong when there when there seems to be um, like bad stuff that happens. I'm talking about natural disasters or or crises crises that happen um, for some reason and data shows this that radio numbers start spiking because people uh, like radio is, is then becomes the most trustworthy medium wow. in those times wow that's um, crazy i would yeah. never thought that that's like you know like that's maybe that's an uh embedded thing in us because it's been around for so long we're yeah. like yo yeah. we, we need to check. i would never thought that yeah, yeah. Uh, these these are conversations that that I've had. Um, this this uh, a person who I talk with quite often, um, 
and she's she's a researcher and she provides us with uh, data quite a bit. And we have these little conversations about you know about numbers and stuff and why she reckons what happens happened. And she said, um, she's the most recent reason is she said if we can remember the I think the Christchurch earthquakes is what she um, referred to. That that took out all the you know the, the the TV sites and stuff. So nobody could keep up to date by watching a TV. Everybody then started to find radios and turn on the radio. So, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so little nuggets like that is really interesting as well. Because even for me, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pictured that either. Yeah. But but the more we have these conversations, I'm like, oh yeah, mm. that's true. Because it's never going to die. But like, you got to uh, like, I mean, things like podcasts and things like yeah, yeah. like the Spotify thing and. Yep. Uh, streaming, bro. The first time I saw Spotify, bro, I thought I was stealing. <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't, cause you know, at that time there was there was like LimeWire and fucking BearShare and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. And then I was like, bro, this can't be. I used to, bro. There was used to be this site, bro. I don't know if you're a bit of a whiz kid, bro. Back in these yeah. days, yeah. there was a site called Rhapsody, bro. Okay. And like it was like Spotify, but like illegal. It was like Spotify, and I used to have that on, just like the old uh, mixtape place. Yo, I used to get that shit all the time. I think uh, there was a particular site that I used to use as well. This is before Spotify, and it was called Imeem, I M E E M. Okay. And they used to just have songs there. Just you know, you, you could search any song that you wanted, and it was there, and you could play the full song. And what I used to do, <laughs> this is pretty bad. I used to the songs that I like. I used to play them off Imeem and record them Onto another so song. I could have that song. As Yo, oh my yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was, right. It was, I had so much music, bro, like downloaded. Yeah. I had like 7,000 songs, bro, like Yo. before that stuff. And, you know, I thought I was the man. I would yeah. make DVD, or I would make uh, CDs, CDs for the bros. Yeah. yeah. My bro had, my bro Brian got like a mini disc, bro. I remember mini discs, bro. Too, bro. Yeah. And then, yeah, we would just rock out on the mini discs. Yeah. And then just change, put them in, change them up, put them out. But oh. um, bro, I used to sell those CDs too, bro. After school right. at Malfa Park, I was like, yo, who wants some? <laughs> I got that new mixtape. DJ yeah. Timmy. And we used we used to cherish those folders of music. Eh? Oh. I used to cherish my folder, man. I made sure every, all the titles were all clean. And I, I made sure, you know, whatever songs I had were still there. It was funny, man. Bro, okay. This, is, this sound pissed me off, bro. Okay. When I used to download a song. Yeah. And then you get it, and then DJ, DJ, DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, DJ. The drops, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go, go, go. And I'll be like, fuck, man. And yeah. it took me 30 minutes to get this MP3 off here, man. Yeah, I and, know. Uh, yeah, I had a few of those. Too. Or either that, or you're playing it, and then it's like halfway through, it's like, you're like, yeah. what? No. Yeah, yeah. See, these yeah. kids don't understand, bro. They don't understand, bro. They got FLAC files lothless shit now yeah and here we are oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah bro napster used to be my jam bro i used to get down with it i yeah i i came in a little bit late so when napster was the thing i i came a little bit late but lime lime wire was yeah that kicked it off and it was so bad for your computer too bro there was so like yeah, was you so would bad. It didn't matter what you downloaded. There was some spyware in there. Oh yeah. Oh man, those are the Hell ones. Yeah. yeah, bro. But um, man, like Monaco and, and like where you're at now was like honestly there was a there was a vibing hip hop culture in Monaco City on especially on Thursday nights. Yeah, 
That was the yeah, gym. No, right. uh, yeah, yeah. South Oakland's always been on that, eh? Yeah. They've, they've always been culturally aware very early. All the hip-hop thing, like hip-hop and dance and, and rap and just, you know, all that culture. South Oakland was always leading that. Because you remember at the back of Monaco where the Sterling Sports is, yeah. there was that flavor one. There was like, there was a, a, sh- a, a shop called Flavor. And then you'd go there, oh, buy your, yeah, you remember yeah. that? And I got a, um, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. an orange t-shirt from there. Yeah, oh, gee. And then there was <laughs> another one. Here we are just talking about self organized shit. There was yeah. another one where like the EB Games is on uh, now. Yeah. You know, and you'd go there, you'd come over there, and then you'd get your mean as uh, Jacob Watch. It had <laughs> had the spinner on it, gee. I had one. I had uh, of course one. you did, Louis. <laughs> shit, everybody <laughs> did. And then yeah. you'd go out by those uh, statued, uh, big rounds, spherical yeah. statues, and then, bro, everyone just chills out there. Yeah. This is some music, freestyles going on. Yeah. Bro, there was crumpers. It was all on. Yeah. That was the jam, bro. Those are just going back right there. Shit. Going, that's going, going way back. back. They still got those uh, down there, that, like the, the brown stuff. They're still, but not the spare things, but, you know, you know, the wall where the water used to come out. Yeah. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah, yeah. They're still there. But, but I think the, they're slowly getting rid of them. The memories are there, you know? That sort of matters. Bro, you yeah. know who was one of the heartiest crumpers uh, in the back around those that area, bro? Who? Athena, bro. For, ah, oh, I have heard this. Bro, Athena used to be like the one that used to come in with her girls, G, and like scrump up hard. And then like I remember she was telling me, bro, she was like, Yeah, I did that. And then one time I pushed these big Tonga girls and got a hiding, and I was like, Yeah, that that kind of happened. Like, of course that happened. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, the, the rules and the laws of crumping do not apply to uh someone Tonga and uh, you know, uh Young ladies, it's just mm-hmm. like you push me, I'm gonna give you a hiding. That's how mm-hmm. it's gonna work. If you were if you're getting into the question of did I ever join those crumb battles, the answer is no. <laughs> <Don't> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, if you hung out with Regan, GR, I bet you were in his little crew. Uh, who Regan who? I don't know <laughs> Regan. I don't know any Regan. Bro, you were the dude eh, that had the white t-shirt, bro, and you put the chain over it, bro, and then you just spray painted your name. You ever see that? Remember those kids, bro? I do, I do. <laughs> and I kick it firm. I was never one of those. Oh, bro, bro yeah. I don't know, G. You're no, lucky. I, I did used to paint my shoes, though. I used to paint them white. Oh. Yeah, with, <laughs> with twink, G. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh. paint. Come on. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah. Sheesh. Those Jeez. are back in the days, bro. Like, it, it was cool. Like, yeah, that era. Like, yeah. that's, man, when I watched the Dawn Ray documentary, bro, I was, like, taken mm. back to my... My high school years, bro. That was so good, eh? That 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 documentary was perfect for you know people at our age now. I I had that feeling the first time I watched the the Dawn Ray Docker. I was like, shit! For the first time, you know, you watch one of these docos and it actually relates to to me mm. because I was there around that time. I remember that time. Um, I remember those songs. I remember seeing their videos. It was it was so good in that manner. Yeah, Sorry. and it was cool, like, um, for me, bro, watching it, and seeing, because, you know, bro, I came up around that area, and, and people that were in that circle, like, I went to school with, like, uh, Mariko and Alfrisk, mm. and, like, I was like, bro, I used to see these dudes at lunchtime, like, just mm-hmm. chilling, like, and then um, my mate's missus worked at Dawn Raid when they were out, when they got, got robbed all the time, 
and like she's in there like you ask like hey that's uh that's the the bro's um, wife and i'm you know like things like that it's yeah it's so good bro it was so good yeah shout out to brother d and andy putting that together man and oscar oscar's done a great job with that great job i i had him on before it came out and i was just talked to him about it and you could tell like you could tell that he really put everything he had in it oh yeah you know and obviously you could tell when you watch it but when you talk to him about it he was just like so proud of what he did yeah and it was so good man good on him Bro, what about radio? What about radio today, bro? In terms of like diversity, bro. Diversity. And this is what I want to bring because your job is to bring diversity to the radios, you know, and to media. Yep. But like, is it? I want to say financially because that's not all. All it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, diversity across what is what is society doing to encourage more diversity, not just in radio but in media that you've seen. Bro? Um, solid question, bro. Um, you're dealing with the best here, brother. I just want to let you know that. Jeez, I, I don't, I don't know why you're not on Seven Sharp or anything, bro. Like, bro, this is the yeah. stuff I expect from Hillary Barry. So, uh, oh, bro, I'm, I'm way better than her. You just put that out there. Yeah, thanks. Okay, and also get back to me, Hillary. You're supposed to DM me back. Um, anyway, I'll cut oh, that she, up. You, I'll, I'll text her after this. Oh, thanks, bro. And Jacinda, if you can, bro. That was, we'll do, bro. <laughs> um what what are what are we doing i know you guys are doing heaps because that's your job you know to bring the pacific news to the forefront yeah what is everybody else doing i think everybody the interesting thing is is the time that we're in right now the time that we're in right now diversity is is it, that's the focus now, just in in life in general. Um, so I think it's organically happening across the board. If we're talking about radio, TV, whatever, don't get me wrong, there's some radio stations out there that can, can be doing a better job with diversity. I will say that. Hmm. But I think um, the, the general consensus is, is diversity is good. And it is. Diversity is... It's growing to this point where it's where um, where it's becoming, and I don't want to say normal. I'm not gonna say normal, but you know, where it's becoming normalized. Like diversity is 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 a thing, and it's a beautiful thing. So, yes, there are a lot of people who are embracing diversity. But I think there's there's a lot more to be done uh, to to help it grow from other stations or TV networks in general. Yeah, what do you th- what do you think about Give it like um, the platform that you have, you know mm. what I mean? Like just radio itself, um, whether you get 20 people listening or 20,000 people listening. Mm-hmm. Why is it that people are still giving, I don't want to say chances, but giving the platform to people that have habitually been disrespectful, like yeah. towards minorities, towards, yeah. you know, like it's a, and you know, like I don't want to get you in trouble, and we're not. But you know, it, it, it's a habitual thing where we keep giving people chances, and they keep fucking being the kids around diversity and racism and yeah. showing their colors yeah. on this platform, on a platform. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that the, the the bigger thing here, I think, is um, it's all about money. 
It's all about money, bro. Like the short answer. If we're referring to this, are we talking about the John Banks thing? But yeah. Recently. That one, the Heather DePluis, whatever the fuck her name Heather is. Heather DePluis Yellen. I don't even want to, I don't even care. Uh, the fucking Brian Williams thingy. Yeah. You yeah. know? And here's the, bro, before you get into it, bro. And the thing that just, like, that's why I brought it up with you, brother, is because you're over here. You're, you guys are the freedom fighters trying to fight for diversity. And these motherfuckers who make multiple of millions of dollars mm-hmm. are over here still spreading this bullshit. No. I can say that, you know, you can say what you want, but I'm just saying, like, why do we keep, why is it, you know, why is it, why is this still a thing? Yeah. And you saying this money is, it, it, you know? It, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is money talks, especially in this business, especially in, especially in media, but it's, I don't want to blame it only on money. There's, you know, there's, there's a general attitude. These people won't, um, and I'm talking about these media people and these, these media people who, who just talk shit out the gate, they, they won't be as successful if there was no demand for them. So obviously there's people out there um, who, who, who listen to their stuff and agree with their stuff and like their stuff, which is why they continue to, to keep getting these jobs. Um, so what I mean by money talks is that if there's a demand for this person to keep, you know, doing what they do, then of course they're going to keep getting hired. It's, it's unfortunate. That's how I see it. It's unfortunate because, uh, you know, it's, that's you, the corporate world that we got to play in, man. Do you think it's like, and, and like you being in the radio game, bro, do you think it's, I mean, obviously it's got a little bit to do with their personality, but do you think it's a shock jock kind of mentality that they're trying to take yeah. on? I know it's, I know for a fact that, that Heather, bro. Do Placey Allen. Yeah. I, I listen to Heather sometimes in the afternoons. But you got to say that's some shock jock shit, right? Sometimes yes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yes, yeah. They they definitely know how to play on that controversy. Um, because let's be honest, let's be really, really honest. When controversial stuff like that happens, you know, people people tend to listen more. Yeah. So the, it is that shock jock mentality where you do some wild shit, you say something out the gate, you get all these news stories of. Oh my gosh! Can't believe this person said that. All of a sudden, you you've got all these a whole bunch of new audience be like, "Oh fuck! What? Who said what?" So I like, oh, should I better tune in to to Heather tomorrow? Mm. So you see how out the gate she is. So unfortunately, that yeah, that's how I see it. It, it goes and why they're allowed to continue. And and, and like I said, the, the diversity thing is growing, and and soon it's gonna. It's not going to that that shit's not gonna fly for long. Because I think I think a lot of I think New Zealand are, are slowly starting to lean left, you know, and that that came um, not a lot, but with Jacinda being a very you know in the labor and labor I suppose being left wing kind of you know freedom and let's let's all help each other empathy and compassion and things like that, mm. and then with Black Lives Matter movement you know that kind of moved it moved it over a little bit. And then I noticed, bro, like when it started going this way, that's when the fuckboys come out, G. And that's when we get the shock, jo- uh, the shock jock motherfuckers that are coming out like, oh, yo, like, yeah, you know, and like Trump and all that stuff. Mm. And I noticed like there was like an escalation of that kind of stuff, like mm. the John Banks thing, you know, calling, calling Pacific Islanders uh, leeches on society from old yeah. 
Heather, old yeah. auntie, auntie bloody fucking Heather over there. Sorry. And then um, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was very well timed. You're right. You're right. I think it's this weird thing about balance. And uh I, I can't even explain it. I feel like so the the more, let's say the more lift we all become, that that tips the universe out of balance. And I think the universe is like, all right, we, we gotta let some more fuckboys in. Let's let's even out the playing field. Do you reckon John Banks is like Thanos G? And then he's like, like Thanos? No, 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 wait. And he's like, yo, this there's too many mother there's too many people in the universe. Well, I need to come through and get all those infinity gems, bro, and just click that shit. We all yeah. start being racist again. Let's go. Yeah, nah, he's too <laughs> dumb for Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, bro, Thanos is yeah, Thanos, even though he's yeah, nah, nah. John Banks ain't Thanos. You know who is Thanos? Mike Hoskin. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. he's this motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro, you guys must be Black Panther dingy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fellas must be Wakanda forever. Oh, Wakanda look, Wakanda I got the here. t-shirt on and everything, baby. Bro, Let's go. That's us, bro. Let's go, yeah. baby. Yeah. But um, no, like for real, like it, it does seem like that. And, and that, I mean, that's the dichotomy of um of the. I mean, if you if you delve deep into the mind of the Mad Titan Thanos, yeah, you know that's what he was about. Yep. It was about like, yo, this is, I mean, you know, it's the balance of things. It's the balance of it's things. It's death yeah. and life. Like, that's what it's all about with him, yeah. you know? Because he was, bro, they didn't put this in the MCU either, bro. And I, I know you're an MCU dude. I know you're a Marvel guy. 1,000%. Did you like that? Did you like, bro, did you like that, 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 uh, Segway, brother? Bro, love it. The best. Yeah. I'm telling you. Bro. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is, is that, like, um, you know, the, the, the give or take on radio. You know, it could be like, you know, you never know. Like one day might just be the snap, you know, and then all of a sudden we got to go back to radio. No more, no, no more TV anymore, G. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I hope I'm the one that, that sticks around after the snap. I'll say that much. Are you enjoying WandaVision, brother? I haven't started watching WandaVision. Brother. Is it? Okay, tell me, is it good? Is it good? Because here's my thing about... When it comes, because I, I I love the fuck out of the Marvel movies. When it when brother these spin-off things and the series thing, I, I brother. feel a little bit skeptical. Brother okay. Louis. Okay. I'm telling I'm, you, G. Pull me down, bro. Tell me. This is probably the most excited I've been for wow. any weekly thing since Breaking wow. Bad. I used to watch Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones have nothing on how excited I am weekly for WandaVision. Wow. We've got two more episodes left. It's the first two episodes. You're wondering what the fuck is what is this shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but then it gets it, it just eases you in, bro, and it's all connected, brother. Everything is connected mm-hmm. to the MCU, bro. And they and they bring new people in, and you're like, what the heck is? How did this happen? And then you figure it out. It's I'm telling you, bro. It's it's good. Based on your review alone, bro, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna. I'm not even on Disney Plus. I haven't just even, get it, bro. Just get yeah, it. I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> it's really good, bro. I'm telling you. And you get you like because Scarlet Witch has played like a she's played a big role in the MCU, but like yeah, small yeah. little bits yeah, like, yeah, yeah. have made a big difference, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I destroying agree. trying to destroy the stone. Mm-hmm. You know, she's made with the stone, right? She's made with the with the mm-hmm. um, the ether or yeah, though the blue one. I, think, I can't remember. 
But yeah, yeah, bro. It is, it is, it is out the gates, my G. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Okay, yeah. bro. Like, um, yeah. Can, can you explain to me, bro, why you think that um, Dre 2001 is the best album of all time, G? Because I don't understand that. What are you reading from, bro? Bro, it's just me. You're G. like, you know, you know what you are. You're like New Zealand's version of Nadwa. You're not the first person to say that, brother. Really? I had, I've had a lot of people say that. Shafu said that to me. Uh, P money, but bro, let me let me in on this because I do not agree with you. One, I what? love that album, but I'm not a. Come I'm... on, I'm gonna tell you what. Bro, if this starts off with pause for porno, G, I'm not gonna be. I'm not. <laughs> That's track eighteen. Now. I'm gonna talk about it. That's uh, two minutes, and uh... I think for me, it was. Um... I, 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 cheer, I, even to this day, I, I still put it as my top album of all time, Dr. Drake's 2001, because it just hit so many marks for me. Um, musically, it was also at a time when, when that came out, which was what, I think it was 99, and I would have been moving from intermediate to high school, I think it was. So that's, that's a very pivotal point in a young man's life. So <laughs> all of that content, the language, the, the, the sound of, of the album um, was, was what I was interested in. And then to top that all off, you know, you talk about this, these, there's these you know, music pieces or songs that, that transport you to wherever these musicians want to take you. Mm. I, I could hear LA. I could feel like I was in LA listening to that album. And it just, it just everything at the time. And, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Exhibit, and they were all the biggest things at that time. So for me, I was like, fuck, this is, this is that shit. But I still love it to this day. Still love it to this day. Yeah. I, I download albums off Spotify. Like, you know, and only the ones that I know that I'm going to listen to, that's one of them. Yeah. You know, but it wouldn't be my top one. Well, what's your top one? Bro, have you heard uh, Reasonable Doubt, G? So. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Have you no, heard a, now, reasonable that's good. Have reasonable you heard Jay Z? Have you heard uh, Illmatic, bro? Uh, oh come <laughs> on! Uh, what about a uh, doggy style, bro? You know, doggy that's style up there. is damn fool. I mean, that's like, what did I say? That's in my. That's my number one. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. It's still my number one. Bro, around that era, bro, Marshall Mathers LP for me, mm-hmm. probably above that, or oh, just just slightly. Mm. That, okay. you know, hey, get Richard Side Trains another one, bro. Like, that went. Oh, uh, come on. I wouldn't put it up there, but I'm saying, like, around that era, bro. Aftermath killed everybody, Jay. I'm not I'm just putting it out there. 100%. There was no, like, you know, you had, like, Murder Inc. <laughs> I was like, Rough Riders, and you're like, what the f? Hey, like, yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I saw. I, yeah. And, and plus, I've always been a Dr. Dre fan always been a dr dre fan so you know you kind of just gets my vote by default okay bro this this one might make you a bit angry bro and i save this for you bro i think college dropout is better than dre 2001 g okay 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 okay. and i love college dropout i love college dropout not enough for me to put it on top of 2001 but above college dropout graduation is my favorite Oh really? Yeah. I I, I put college dropout on top of graduation. Uh, I don't know. 
yeah. Graduation was just a banger after he kind of figured it out, you know. Um, what do you reckon about Kanye right now, G? What do I reckon about Kanye right now? I, I think he's lost. He's definitely lost. Um, the thing about Kanye is there's no question um, about his talent. Every single thing that he does to me is like, wow. It's, it's wow, honestly. But it, it's all the, the extra shit that happens in his life and, and all the, you know, the... the siding with President Trump or wanting to run for president or, or just all of these views that he have has just makes me like, eh. But, but musically, tellingly, fuck, man. He's, he's one of the greats, for sure. Yeah, I think, um, I, I feel for them, bro. I, yeah. I really do, because I, I was in his corner, bro. I was mm-hmm. in his corner. I was like, yeah, every time, bro, I would defend the bro, you mm-hmm. know, and then even when his like shitty like albums came out <laughs> what he's talking about like how much he loves himself and things like that i was like he's just playing he's just playing a, a role that's what he does yeah, 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 and then when I the role that. gets a little bit too yeah. real mm-hmm. then you're like man nah this is not it <laughs> like don't yeah. let me down brother please yeah yeah bro All oh right. he's he's definitely lost man i think it, it it's deep it's deeper than yeah. Or do you think um if we compared like I don't, I don't like saying eras right but mm-hmm. when do you think the golden era of New Zealand hop uh, do you think like right now we're in a, a very good era of hip hop in New Zealand compared to like let's say big things the Crusader uh, White Sunday those types uh, and, you know I will say this we are in a we are in a great position right now and I'm talking about New Zealand hip hop. But the golden age is definitely those early 2000s. Yeah, the, the Miracles and Scribe. Scribe is my my he's in my top five New Zealand MC. Scribe is number one, and he will he will stay at number one. Miracles at number two. Underrated, eh, bro? I'm one hundred percent underrated. Did you do you like listen to some of his like Pride Rock shit that he's done like last year? Yeah, bro. That's it. You know what I like about it too, bro? He spits hot fire, G, yeah. on his barbecue fucking shit. Like, oh, yo, yo, yo. On yeah, Southside yeah, Barbecue. Bar- bro, he's dropping bars on that, G, and just talking about them. Yeah, yeah. He- bro, he's, Miracle's a beast. He's a beast. Lyrically, crazy. Who got a number three then? Number three is David Dallas. Okay. They're your top three? Top three. Oh, Scribe, Miracle, David Dallas. Okay. I love Mariko G, but I don't think it. Uh, I don't think any of those three can compete with Tom Scott. For real? Are you being real with me, bro? Have, come on. Okay, okay. Have okay. you come on, bro. Tom Scott? Like, listen. I know he's a new. Like, you're probably like, shut up. You're not on the radio. Shut up, Tom. I love I'm Tom not. Scott, bro. Yeah. I absolutely think that he's the voice of my generation when it comes to rap and and in that era. He's just right. No, yeah, I, I give it up to Tom Scott. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, nowadays, bro, there's some really good shit coming out. You got the Sweater for Boys sure. for sure. Biggie, like holy, like there's some that, bro. Mellow. This is like mm-hmm. there was a long time when there was nothing. There was. Yeah, there was. So it's so cool to see. 
the, you know, the one thing that, um, the one thing that is lacking, and I've been trying to find it for the last, for the last year now, is some fire New Zealand female MCs. Mm, yeah. Nothing, bro. Zero. Zero. Have you heard GSP? Oh, besides GSP, yeah. Sorry, there, there's there's GSP, there's Vane, but like like GSP is probably that I'd I'd put GSP at the top right now as female MCs. But I mean, there's not a lot of them, man. That's true, bro. Like GSP, if, if, if ever, actually ever. Like, think about it. Aranda is a is a singer, but we mean like someone that can spit bars. Absolutely. Like, who would who's a female version of Scribe? You know what I mean? And I don't think we have one. Nah, no, I I don't think there's ever been one. Yeah, like someone that can hold sixteen and just be like, holy, like, okay, who's this? Yeah. I've never had that. Like, I had males. Like, I'll listen. I go, man, who's this? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, bro, you bring up. What do you reckon that is? Man, I have no idea. I could, I know that there's female rappers around. There are. There, there's a few here and there. But, you know, what I'm saying is, like, there's there's not that one. There's not that one. GSP is probably the closest thing to it. GSP is fire. Man. Yeah. yeah but if, if, if that's all we got, I mean, man, we, we need, we we need fix, some more. We've got to fix it up. We've got to fix it up. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's the first time I've ever thought about that. You're, you're so on it. Yeah, that's that's so true, bro. All right, bro. We've got some quick fire questions before we, we wrap it up, G. Let's do it, man. What's your uh, Macca's order, bro? Ooh. Uh large double quarter pounder combo. Oh, bro. With uh Coke and a and a um and a fillet of fish by itself. Bro, are you a fan of the fillet of fish, bro? I'm a big no, not really. I'm a big fan of the fillet of fish. Really? I think it's underrated, brother. Like you gotta uh, have two of them. I like fillet of fish, bro. Mm. I'm a fillet yeah, they're guy. They're all right. They're all right. Quarter pound is my thing. Quarter pound has been my thing for. You get the onions off though, bro. I'm not a fan. Oh, uh, what? I love the onions. Nah, I like it when it's like cooked onions, but they don't do that shit. But it's too uh, much love... in the way, bro. Oh no, I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, raw onions. Yeah, I love it. What? What? What's uh, subject you reckon they should be teaching at school, bro? That they don't. Financial literacy. In terms of how, what? 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 What would that involve? How to how to handle money, how to save, and how to how to deal with mortgages and investments, how how to and taxes, how to live. These are the things that 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 most of us grow up and we're like, oh shit, we got to do this. We're adults by that time. These things should be taught in schools early. Bro, I think um I think bro, just about everybody that I've sit on has said something around these lines. Yeah. And to be honest, bro, I think it's because the teachers don't know themselves. Like they're not educated enough, you know? Yeah, I agree. Because a lot of these teachers are like 50, 60, 70 and be living off this teacher life for a long time. They don't need yeah. to. They, don't, they oh, don't know how to. I think it's a bigger. I think school in general needs to needs a revamp. What? Okay, let's go there, bro. Like, what if we had a look at the New Zealand curriculum, bro, and there was a, a like, let's say, what, what uh, that's out of the way. We're saying, yep, sweet, sweet Louis, we put that in the curriculum. Bro, what else needs to be taught, brother? Um, history, obviously, of the uh, real shit. Yep, yep. History, history is important. History is important. Um, I think new age, 
new age things like and and don't laugh at me at this one bro but i think cooking is it should be something that should be taught more um in anything that will will help help you when you get to you know an adult where you have to fend for yourself where you have to survive if you, you, your parents are not going to be around to cook you food forever to pay your bills forever to clean up after you i think that topics in schools should be setting you up for how to live mm. basically that's how i think it should be revamped bro do you, do you think that um you think that trade schools are, are uh, should be a thing bro early it's an interesting question mm. and how early also would be another, my second follow-up mm. you know because they do them like radio school but yeah. why don't they do that for you know have yeah. a half day doing english and whatever the fuck you're doing yeah. And yeah, then spend yeah. the other day at whatever trade you want. Um, I yeah, I I, I think um, is your question when should it start or no? Should it should we go that way? And and oh yeah, and when when should when do you reckon we should start specialising learning for 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 young people? Okay, so yeah, I think it should be a thing, and and I think um, I think in 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 high school, teenage teenage years, I don't think I don't think the New Zealand curriculum at the moment is teaching kids about jobs that are going to happen in 2035. Yep. They're going to be jobs that are computer-based. They're going to be Absolutely. jobs that are coding. Yes. You know, there's going to be jobs that are around, you know, Bitcoin and, and investing. Yeah. And um, and and then, the, you know, there's going to be the trade schools of building houses and building and, and making build, building supplies and stuff like mm. that. But, mm. yeah, I, for being in there, I, I, I understand, bro. I'm like, yeah, nah. And the history thing is, bro. History is important. History is definitely important. So is English. Fucking good. We've got to keep English though. Oh, we have no to doubt. Keep English. Fucking hell. I think. Uh, I think. If, I think. If maths was more around financial literacy and yeah. being able to use the math curriculum and the strategies that you learn to be more around taxes and and, and investments and things like that, it's mm. easy. That's that. That would be an easy change. Yeah. Yeah, but do yeah, the other I, thing. You're right. I think that there's something that they can implement soon, yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah, but yeah. I think the whole the whole school system just needs to change in general. Yeah. Where's your bakery, bro? Where's your go-to bakery, bro? At the moment, like right now. Uh let's do at the moment and then back in the day. Okay, so there's a bakery called South South City Bakery, which is right up the road from where I live, right across the road from Ohu College. Okay, it's on the corner next to two seven five. Two seven five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bro, they do those the fucking meanest pies. They've been at me for two seven five. Hit me up, like, bro, yeah. you need to come out here. And I was like, oh, bro, they yeah, yeah. They back, they back, have those back in the day though. Back in the day, you're a uh, real boy, G. Come on, I I am. So there was one, there was one bakery on Weymouth Road. Oh, brother, no, there's only one bakery that you need I, to I go know to. You're gonna say Clinton Bakery, bro. Right? That's it, G. Like, that's all. We've finished it's the question. Clinton. Okay. Clinton Bakery. Clinton Wait, Bakery. no, no, no. Weymouth. Are we talking uh, on the corner of Russell and, and Weymouth? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty shit now, G. To be well, honest. yeah. I mean, this is when I was like, geez, 10, 11. That was that. That was a good one. Next to that fish chip shop that had like paintings on the wall and shit. That was the one, bro. The one. And the and the food bar, bro. And the food bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's the iconic one. That food bar that's been there for ages. Yeah, that's yeah. the one with the Street Fighter machine Absolutely. with uh, Street. It's got X Men vs Street Fighter. 
Yeah. I don't know. Bro, were there arcades in Southmore, bro, when you coming up? Or are you a little bit older? A bit a bit younger than that. It was. Where Woody's used to be, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I was around that time. Yep. And Technodrome, it was, it was yep. called, bro. That was the yep. jam. And then they used to hire the things out. That's when, yeah. Yes. And and um, I used uh my parents hired our Street Fighter for me all the time. Yeah. Oh, no, all the time. But for a few birthdays. For birthdays. And then you yeah, stay up man. all night and just jam oh, out. Oh, man. I, I used to live for that. Bro, are you, bro, do you ever get a sophomore, bro, and just get depressed because you remember what it used to be, bro? It's so depressing, bro. I just don't... yeah, I, bro, I'm a, I'm gonna be really honest. I haven't even stepped foot in South Mall in ten plus years. I live. I could walk there if I wanted to, and I've never. Hey. I don't go in there. It's just sad because I remember going like the farmers, the Sterling Sports. Yeah, go in there. It's just two dollar shops and like TAB. You're were you around when? Uh, remember that those those big yellow wells we used to put the coin down. Yeah, they used to. Yes, right. classic shit. Yeah, because I went to Rewa Central, right? The primary school, and every day, bro, I would go uh, every day, and like towards the end of the year, I'd go and see Santa just to give me some lollies, <laughs> <laughs> and then spend my bus money at the at the spaces, and then walk <laughs> all the way to Clendon. Yeah, and yeah, bro, that was the bro, and the um that fish store is still there by the um, that's gonna be there forever, bro. Remember yeah. the one by the bus station? Yes, that's never leaving that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Mall is uh, so, yeah. I, 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 I go in there and just, you know, a little, a little bit of an. You remember, and the Burger King used to be in there. There was an arcade there too, G. I remember. I remember when Burger King first opened there. That was like one of the first ones, eh? It was one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, we probably crossed paths many times, but we just probably, didn't know bro. it. Probably. Yeah, sheesh. Yeah, yeah brother. But uh, anyway, back to it, bro. <laughs> bro, what's the what's your best thing about your career right now, bro? Like, what do you enjoy the most out of it? Wow. Um, the best, the, the best part of my career right now is the um, is is the the space to be creative, and and be paid for it. Um, because let's be honest, it's hard to be in a creative world or creative industry and and make decent money from it. So um, I'm pretty fortunate to be in a place where, um, you know, the job is to create every day and, 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 and come up with these wild ideas and, and be around, you know, music and art and, and stuff like that. So that's, that's probably the main thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find, are you, how can I word this without sounding like a bit of a dick? Bro, is it your is this your purpose, bro? Um, I like that question, bro. And um I I don't think it is, but it, it's definitely on the right path. Yeah, I, I think that where I'm at now is going to lead me to what my ultimate purpose is. Mm. Do you yeah, ever, I think about it all the time, bro. Oh yeah. Do you ever yeah. question like you always have times where you just question why you're here and what your purpose is and what 100%. makes you you know, like what makes you happy and then you figure it out and then you get that mm-hmm. and you realize, oh, actually, maybe it's not. All the time. Well, not all the time, but but recently, yes. Recently, yes. Um, and what I think about is, is what type of, um, what type of impact am I going to make in this world 
by doing what I'm doing? So this is, that's the question that I think about. And then, then I apply that question to my role here at, at UFM. And so the question is, am I, am I making an impact? And I'm, am I making a significant impact with what I'm, what I'm doing? Um, sometimes the answer is yes. Yeah. Sometimes the answer is um, a little bit, but maybe we can, you know, maybe we can do more doing something else. Have you, like, um, I think doubt, have you ever, like, dealt with, uh, dealt with doubt? Uh, of course, everybody does, but like, what do you do when you, when you come to a spot where you're just kind of like, bro, I'm just like, I'm not as good as I used to be, or I, you know, like, bro, I'm way better than that, but I failed this time. Mm-hmm. I get that quite a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I get these moments of, like, everybody's telling me I'm the man, but I'm like, nah, fuck, bro. Like, and then I get the other times where I'm like, yeah, fuck, I am the man. Like, you mm-hmm. know? Bro, but what the, have you dealt with that in your career, bro, where you're just like, fuck, maybe I'm not as on as I think I am? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. These, these, these questions are scary now, bro, because they're, 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 they're exactly the type of things that I think about. Um, especially, especially being part of New FM and Five Thirty One over here. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, bro. And um, in the bigger scheme of things, if we if we stack up to these these big networks and these big stations, and you know the comparison is very like you know Maya is just at the top of the game, and New FM is down here. And sometimes I think shit, um, I, I I can be doing more to get us up here. I should be doing more to 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 get us popping more or whatever. And then I do have those thoughts about, you know, well, maybe, maybe this, maybe this, I'm not out, I'm not cut out for this. Um, so yeah, so I, I definitely have those thoughts. They don't, they don't weigh me down a lot, but they're there. They're there. Do you ever like, uh, you know, like I'm going to use Ray Lewis for an example, mm. which is, he's one of the most influential, like this motivational motherfuckers out. But you know, he he's, he says things around like not being okay with being mediocre. Mm. But then the chips are stacked up against like a like you guys because mm-hmm. you don't have financial, you know. Mm-hmm. And not saying that you guys are mediocre, but I'm saying like you know, there's all this pressure to strive for greatness mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Like I, yeah, because I'm I'm kind of in the same position, right? There's no one sponsoring me, bro. It's just me in my room with my green screen and my microphone. And, but like, you know, and then I have a look at where I stack up in the podcast realm. And I'm like, bro, I'm like killing all these dudes. But like, yet, you know, it's not going to happen for me because, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm media, I'm in the middle. But Mm -hmm. is, is, is no FM like, and, and you guys at, um, are they around that? Like, do you feel that, bro? I, I yeah I do. Um, we're in a uh, we're in a very special place. This is this is how I explain. Uh, I this is how I honestly explain it to people. New FM gets so much. You know, we get so much love. We get so much. You know, people know us as you know the the station or the brand that puts on for Pacific people and brown people, mm-hmm. and we do. But. In the same breath, sometimes it doesn't translate to money, and it doesn't translate to success. So, um, so we become this this cute little station that you know does does these things, but 
when I, especially when I talk to people and young kids and um, say, oh, what, what radio station is this? Oh, mine, 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 mine. Or, yeah, flavor, flavor, flavor. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So so we, we, we definitely get the love and we get, you know, we, we get props and we get the credit, but when it counts, that's where we miss out on. And, and that's what I want to fix. You know, if we're talking professionally, that's, that's something that I want to achieve. I want to be, I want your film to be in that same conversation as my flavor and all the big networks. I want your film to be mentioned in there. And, and um, in terms of pathway going towards that, mm. things, things in, and like, what would be the perfect uh, arraignment or uh, arrangement of the moons aligning to mm. get, you know, to get you guys up there? A lot of things, a yeah. lot of things. Um, first, you know, firstly, I, I don't want to make it sound like um, we are, I want to be competing against these stations because we're still very different, still very different. But I, I want to be in that world. I want to be a player in that world. So I think what needs to align is we, we just need to do our job here and we need to do it well and we need to do it consistently. It's not going to be a fast fix. I've, you know, I've come to terms with that because uh, I want it fast. I want it now. Mm. But I realized, you know, we do the little things right, you know, the, the basics right and, 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 and keep the integrity and stay true to, you know, our craft and our brand and our values, then eventually we'll, we'll get there. Mm. I believe that. So, um, you know, winners, winners kind of compare their achievements with their goals, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not like you guys are just, you know, comparing each achievement and just moving forwards, right? Yeah. And that's what yeah. needs to happen as opposed to, I mean, they say like comparison is like the death of joy. Like you kill your, <laughs> because you're, you know, like you're out comparing yourself to others. But bro, I mean, when you look at the lineage, bro, of the people that have come through, mm-hmm. bro, like there's no one that, I, I can't say the same with any other radio station. Mm. Yeah. No, you're right. You, you're right. Yeah, we've we've seen a lot of talent come through uh, New FM. Yeah, I just yeah. hope that you guys aren't considered like the D League. You know what I mean? I hope we're not. Yeah, but you know, no, not, the, not you know the D League. You know, like the oh, the sorry, the G League now, the Gatorade League, where like <laughs> they pull their players there, they get better, and then they move forwards. Yep. And that's yep. hard to stop, man. Like, all right, because they've got the they got the shareholders. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's nothing wrong with that in my eyes if we apply it here. But as long as we don't get forgotten, you know what I mean. If 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 we're that, if we're that stepping stone, then fine. Because I'm 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 happy with that. But if if we're still acknowledged, like, like yo, you know, your fam is, you know, then then I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Alright, bro. Um, describe to me the perfect takihi, uh, bro. Taro's got to be soft and warm. The coconut cream has to be lumpy, and it has to be pawpaw. Can't be mango. No peaches. Be pawpaw. Can't be peaches either. Oh, I've seen some peaches ones, bro, and they're not too yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Th- those, those are, those are alternatives. Yeah. But the real shit is the the, the soft, warm taro, the lumpy coconut cream, and and the juicy pawpaw. Is it, you know, like, bro, I was actually thinking, bro, I was talking, I was talking with my mate, bro, 
And I was like, bro, why don't they, you know, when you go to a bakery, bro, mm. and you know, you get your custard square, why can't, <laughs> why, why can't there be, why can't we get that? You know, that Takihi little square. Takihi square. Bro, or oh. a pie, bro, or in a pie. You know that, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I, I, I hear you, I hear you, yep. Let's get that. Is it good to wash down some uh, picker picker, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, G. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, bro. Why? What's going on there, G? <laughs> okay. We talk about coronavirus, G. Yeah. And then I, I looked at my my missus is Noanne. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and so you know, it came out. You know, some Chinese people eating bat. Yeah. I looked yeah. directly at her. <laughs> and then she looked back at me, bro, and she was like, "You piece of shit." Yeah. How yeah. dare you? So, yeah i okay i myself haven't had pickup before i haven't had bat um but i don't think it's it's not even that common anymore there, there may be a few new ways out there who eat fruit bats but yeah it's it's not common it's not common not that i not that i know oh. and this yeah. bro, i've i have yet to taste like a like a unga you haven't tasted a unga yet nah i've heard that it's heavenly bro yeah, this. I love crab. It's the best. Now this, this is this is this is different than crab, bro. This is like a crab is like Toyota, and the Uma is Lamborghini, bro. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait, G. Because it has a like I've heard that it has a like a a taste of because all it eats is coconut. Yep. It just has you can taste it in the in the in the flesh. Yep. Yep. You like you literally can. Yeah. One day, bro. That's me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going in. Go there, bro. Have to. I think they, they uh, because there was a time when Ewan's could bring owners back to New Zealand, but I think they, um, they stopped. They didn't make a stop to that uh, well, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Anyway, my bro, thank you so much for your time, bro. Bro, solid chat today, man. Anytime, brother. And um, yeah, bro, like, I'm, I'm keen to, like, keep talking, bro. And we'll bro, get you back not? on. Oh, well, bro, hey, I got other guests on tonight, okay, mate? Oh, okay, okay. You, you know, I've got some other guests coming on. I know, I get it, I get it. Okay, all right. Bro, if I'll this be... was, uh, when you're on my FM, bro, we might keep you on. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, too. I'm joking, brother. I got you. We're real brothers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you, bro. And, um, bro, you want to, pl like, plug anything? Hey, if anybody's out there, they think they can get on the radio, where can they, where can they, where can they sign up? Okay, uh, so first, so first off, yes, we're, we're, we're looking for, um, two new hosts to start a new show here in New FM. Go to my Instagram page because the link is in my bio. So at Louis, you're gonna tag me in this. Eh? Hell yeah! Tap, tap on my um, I'm a, give me a follow, and then the link on the bio. Um, we're looking for two new hosts for New FM. Shout out to my New FM team at the moment, my 531 PI team as well, um, who continue to, to to keep you know fighting the good fight. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, man, and and thank you for having me. Yeah.